Hello, my niblets. Welcome to the first episode of Diego Drinks. Now, as this is something is new for me and for you, um, very new for you, very, very new for me, fucking lots of technology going on here. <laughs> Some of it's way over my head. There's dials and buttons and wavy lines. Anyhow, if you get even two minutes into this, you don't fucking like it. Fucking let me know. We'll workshop this fucker. We're going to make it fun for everybody because there's so much in my brain that needs to get out. And it some of it's funny. Um, lots of you think it's funnier than I do. Where There'll be voices. I'm drinking right now. So as we drink more, it's going to get more exciting. Um, but yeah, let me know if you don't like it. Let me know if you like it. Um, but definitely let me know if you don't fucking like it. <laughs> this is so exciting. I've got so much random bullshit to talk about. Fuck. But uh, first things first. <clears throat> this show isn't technically sponsored by Patron. Um, but it sure as fuck could be. My people are going to reach out to their people. We can see what we're going to get the fuck done. Um, but yeah, almost sponsored by Patron. <laughs> I'm not really sure if I'm technically proficient enough to uh, get rid of the sound of ice cubes in my cup out of this fucker um but we're gonna see how it goes this is gonna be uncut hopefully (laughs) we'll see how that goes um anyhow thanks again for tuning in this is gonna be lots of fun um this episode this first episode i guess in particular is fucking late um because <clears throat> my stomach almost exploded um kind of right when i really wanted to start recording this um which is where i guess we'll start this episode is how i almost died my experience with our lovely lovely canadian freedom healthcare system uh yeah anywho um what day is today thursday thursday about 10 days ago I was geared up decided that I'm going to do podcast, all that kind of fun shit. Had a whole week off school, was just going to rip through it, going to be a grand old time. Uh, However, (laughs) apparently I am the mean age, which is 10 to fucking 30. I'm 21, so almost right in the middle for appendicitis and fucking luck would have it, which I have no luck. Uh, Ended up with appendicitis, so that was fun. Um... We'll go through that story a little bit. It's a fucking time and a half. Wake up, 6.30, gonna die. Okay. This 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 is not normal. This is different from all my other I'm gonna die pains um, that emanate from my back and my knees and sometimes my neck. Okay, not ideal. I'm gonna wait it out. Maybe it's just a stomach cramp. Cool. A few hours pass, not fucking good like gonna I'm just gonna sit down on the floor and just die right here so off to the ER I go and 
oh, excuse me, lovely little Bassano, Alberta. Now, if you've ever been to Bassano, Alberta, I apologize. Uh, the, the, the exit sign for Bassano should just say, don't bother. Um, fucking shitty little town. Anyhow, go to the ER. What's wrong with you? I talked to Dr. Google on the way into town. Um, I think I have appendicitis. Okay, we'll check you in, blah, blah, blah. Here you go, here's your bed, have a sit down. We'll send a nurse in to see you, talk to you, whatever the fuck. Okay, so I'm waiting. Finally, my nurse comes in, her name is Mary. That's important because we're going to talk about Mary a little bit right now and a little bit later on too. So Nurse Mary comes in and she says, what's wrong with you? And I say, oh, <laughs> according to Google, I think I have appendicitis. And she says, well, I think you're wrong because if you had appendicitis, you'd be crippled over on the floor, clutching your stomach in pain, seriously not having a good time. And I said, okay, well... <laughs> You're the professional. I felt stupid coming here already because I think it's maybe just a stomach ache or a stomach cramp, but thanks for making me feel good about myself. Anyhow, we do a physical exam. She's poking and pushing and feeling and getting me to bend my legs and push and all this fucking weird shit. And she says, conclusively, she says, I don't think you have appendicitis. I think you're just backed up. Oh, Thanks, Nurse Mary. <laughs> that makes me feel good. But I wasted some taxpayer dollars to come to the hospital on a beautiful Sunday just because I'm fucking constipated. That's nice. Very good. But she says, oh, I'm going to check with the doctor just to make sure we don't want to send you home without talking to the doctor. So the doctor says, oh, no, Nurse Mary, you're, you're fucking wrong. That sounds like appendicitis. Do some blood work. Do some x-rays. Okay. So we do the blood work. That's fun. Do the x-rays. That's fun. Fuck. That shit. Like the nice static through your hair and all that. That's a good way to do a Sunday. Anyhow. After that's all done. Go back to my little ER bed. And wait and wait and wait. And finally. Dr. What the fuck was her name? Lisa. Zuru or something weird like that comes in says you <laughs> your white blood cell count we would love it to be between 4 and 11 yours is at 18 which is not fucking good infection somewhere you're not doing so hot we're gonna send you to medicine hat for an emergency ct scan we're also gonna pump you full of some antibiotics so you don't totally die on the way there fucking okay peachy so, Nurse Mary comes back in, puts in my IV, which she actually did a good job of. Um, my first IV ever. Never had one before. She did a good job, I guess, because I didn't feel a fucking thing the whole time. Um, no pinching or whatever. Anyhow, puts in the IV, does a saline flush, and then packages it up, wraps it up, puts some gauze on it so I can put on my coat and it's not just fucking flopping around. And I'm sitting... Waiting for my parents to come pick me the fuck up and take me for my emergency CT scan. And she says, oh wait, we, I forgot to give you your antibiotics. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, we, we probably should do that. that. That probably sounds like a good idea considering the doctor wanted them to go via IV ASAP. So 
Nurse Murray hooks me back up, unwraps all my stuff, hook, plugs me in. Hour later, two, I don't know, two little nice baggies of fluid have been intravenously introduced into my body. Off I go to Medicine Hat, where I've had, I take get a CT scan. And now anyone who's ever never had a CT scan, and it's your first one, which this one was for me, first time. Ooh, that's a fun go. <laughs> They wheel me in like a fucking invalid in a wheelchair with my little IV bag on a pole. And the, the tech says, okay, we're going to put this dye into your IV and it's 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 going to be so we can look at the scan the right way. And it's going to make you feel hot like you like you peed your pants. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, that doesn't sound like that. That doesn't sound too serious. But y'all, they put me in the tube and it starts spinning <laughs> And she puts this dye into my IV and fuck me sideways. I thought I was going to explode. I got so hot. So weird. 40 seconds later, done. CT scan, done. Radiologist on call. That was lucky. Looks at the scan. Yeah, you have appendicitis. Fucking good call, Mary. Should have just gone home and had a shit. LOL, nope. Full on full grade infection in my stomach. Anyhow, they say, okay, we're going to admit you, which, uh, anyone who's ever spent time in a hospital recently, overnight especially, is going to know that it's not fucking fun, and uh, the only bed they had available for me was in the geriatric ward, <laughs> which was fun. Um, I was room 100, bed 2, they didn't call anyone by name. Room number, bed number. I was 100, bed two. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> My roommate is this little old lady who had some kind of stomach surgery. They ripped something apart, stuck it together. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Anyhow. Spending a night in the Medicine Hat Regional Hospital in the geriatrics ward is probably right up there with some of the shittiest experiences of my life. Would not fucking recommend. If you can avoid having a fucking five alarm infection inside of you somewhere and ending up in Medicine Hat, I would I would say to avoid it. The number of people with the most fucking disgusting coughs I have ever heard. They were all right there. They weren't even COVID patients. They were just chronic coughers. Oh, it's a fucking time. So... They, um, they get me wheeled in up to the fifth floor of the geriatrics. Get me into my bed. And they plug my IV into the thing. And my nurse, Paul, who's very friendly, very short, and very Asian, and very male. Uh, it was super awesome. Paul was great. Um, he says, oh, the surgeon, well, you're a general surgeon. Well, the general surgeon here who's on call will be coming to talk to you. He's going to be your surgeon. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I thought, okay. Initially, here we go. Initially, I thought that if you had appendicitis, they just cut you open and fucking took it out. I thought that was the goal. I was wrong. Uh, um, Dr. Oh, what the fuck was his name? Dr. Elkasimer, I think. Anyhow, he comes in, sits on my bed. Tallest East Indian guy I have ever fucking seen. Wow, good for you, pal. Anyhow, comes in, sits down, says, so what would you like to do? And I say, uh, I beg your pardon, but I think <laughs> thought that was up. I thought that was your job 
that's 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 why you're here if it was up to me i guess there'd probably be a youtube video and i could just do it at home but uh for any future reference if you do end up with appendicitis it is up to you whether they fucking take it out or you try antibiotics and at the time i felt like antibiotics were that was a good plan so doctor says yeah that sounds good to me which was a fucking weird because uh, as someone who's not a doctor who's in a hospital who has an illness who who would really apparently like some advice because they're deciding whether or not they're going to have an operation the doctor probably should provide some insight but dr elica summer or whatever the fuck his name didn't provide any insight so antibiotics sounds good sounds better than a fucking catheter and another fucking night after surgery in the geriatrics wing oh my god anyhow antibiotics work that's fun spent the night in geriatric wing didn't sleep worth a fuck um woke up the next day oh our little room had a bathroom with a shower and i'm like oh fuck i haven't showered in 24 hours and ideally i am the kind of person who if i really would have to go somewhere even maybe to the emergency department i'd like to shower shave brush my teeth put on some real clothes maybe a little bit of clone anyhow but i went to the er that morning i was wearing my pajamas which was bad judgment anyhow my nurse new nurse comes in for the day shift pam introduced herself my name's pam i'm a good old big old girl and i say pam <laughs> you gotta help me out i want to do three things i want to drink some water because i was on no fluids no food because in case i decided that they, if i decided that i wanted to have my appendix out then i would you know it's safe i guess that way i said pam i want to do three things i want to drink a cup of water i want to brush my teeth my fucking tongue feels like a sock i need to brush my teeth um and i really want to fucking shower haven't showered in 24 hours ideally would shower for sure twice a day this isn't fun so pam brings me some towels and some fucking surgical grade soap that i'm pretty sure they just took some hand sanitizer and a couple pumps of like fucking hand soap into that shit because oh my god say goodbye to your fucking skin if you have to shower at the hospital pretty sure it all just peeled off it felt like a lizard anyhow that is my appendicitis story that is why this episode is late um okay um new drink <laughs> um one thing i will say about the geriatrics wing uh before i talk or rant more or less about the healthcare system those old people <laughs> they're the sweetest people but they lose all sense of privacy it just fucking disappears my roommate's name was Maggie, and in the period of from oh, about 8.30 when they finally admitted me um, to 10 the next day, I learned a lot about her. I learned that um, she had she had lost all control of her bladder, which, that's unfortunate. I learned that her feet were cold from the inside out, as if there were ice in her feet. And I learned that she was um, 
diarrheal, which was a fucking experience and a half because uh, there's really no privacy curtain. There's a curtain. It's not great. And this little old gal is in this fucking gown, nothing else. And she's diarrheal and she's wheeling herself back and forth to the bathroom and She's up at night, and of course she can't control her bladder, so she's pissing on the floor. She goes to the bathroom, and it's just... You can't... I mean, they're old. It's not their fault. They're deteriorating. That's how life goes. But fuck around. (laughs) That is an eye-opener for a 21-year-old. That's not ideal. Can't wait to look after my fucking parents. It's gonna be lots of fun. Now, just a couple of quick anecdotal comments slash rants about our healthcare system, which I stand by it. It's, I was going to say it's fucking great. It's good. It's not fucking great. It's not ideal. It's pretty good. It's free, which, hey, that's a win. And all you Hutterite people out there figured that out. You've done really well. You've done really, really well with the free healthcare. Um, Good for you. However, in, in, in a position of, well, I guess, potentially life-threatening infection, trying to get anything out of anybody who's like playing pool with a rope, it doesn't fucking work. Like, hey, doc, you took, you did my CT scan two hours ago. You said that your radiologist is here on call in the hospital. Where, why, uh, I, why hasn't he is he a good radiologist because i think i i'm not a doctor it it might be really hard to find appendicitis on a cd scan but i feel like you go to school for long enough to to and as a radiologist you go to school for even longer you should know you should know what appendicitis looks like it should be pretty easy to figure out or even you know before I had appendicitis, or before they determined that it was appendicitis, uh, water would be nice. Or, uh, like, how about, a, how about an IV machine that has wheels so that I can go to the bathroom? <laughs> nope, we're just going to tell you to this fucking uh, non-mobile IV pole. Thank you very much. Just sit down, enjoy yourself. Um, <laughs> have a good time. One of my nurses brought me back from the CT scan with my IV, didn't plug my IV back into the machine. So I'm hooked up, it quartered into my arm, up to the bag, but it's not in the machine and there's nothing actually flowing. Um, which was interesting because then I was there long enough that the shift changed and a new a new ER nurse comes in and says, well, you're, you're not hooked up to anything. You're hooked up, but you're not hooked up. So she figures that out, and fucking Nurse Mary in Pisano, holy fuck. She even admitted to me that she didn't realize where the appendix, or where your appendix was. That is shocking to me. Teachers have professional development days. I'm sure doctors are going to conferences all the time. Dentists are going to conferences. Fucking accountants, lawyers. Professionals are brushing up on their professional skills all the time. Where is the accountability for our nurses? Where is it? Why does Nurse Mary not know where the fuck the appendix is? She looks like she's 67, but that's no excuse. You're too old to go to fucking recurrent training. Just quit. Retire. Have fun. Don't accidentally kill someone because you don't know where their fucking appendix is. Holy shit. Now, 
I'm sure because it's based on regions and government and all that kind of stuff, I'm sure some regions and hospitals are better than others. However, our small rural hospitals, what the fuck are we doing? Not a win. Not a win for Nurse Mary and the emergency health team in Bassano. Not a win. Not at all. Anyhow. Uh, anyhow, um, all in all, Canadian healthcare system, very nice. Everything's free. I didn't die. <laughs> uh, once they diagnosed me with appendicitis, everything actually went relatively smoothly, relatively quickly. Um, general surgeon at, uh, MHRH, shout out to him. Uh, he, he probably did advise me a little bit more than I give him credit for, um, with my decision, uh, for the surgery. And you know what? I didn't have to pay for it. I, 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 and you would also be disappointed if I had to pay for it because, hey man, times are getting tough. And once I got to pay for my stomach almost exploding, then, then uh, I'm not sure what I do. I think we're down to selling nudes and it'd be $5 to get one and $25 not to get one. And you'd have to pick your poison. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> everyone, yay free Canadian healthcare. Big win. Um, good job, Canada. A little bit of brushing up to do. A little bit of more, I, like I said, don't know the rules, but I feel like there needs to be a little bit more accountability, um, with the recurrent training of some of the staff, but overall, big win. Well, a win. <laughs> <laughs> not a big win just just a win um do know that i have nurse friends uh some rns out there some lpns out there my aunt is a gynecologist went to school for 16 years medical professional my grandmother is a nurse mother robin uh lpn nurse friends if you uh, tell me if i'm wrong Tell me if there's recurrent training. Would love to know. Would love to learn more. Um, interested, actually. So if you have information on that, let me know. But, uh, yeah. That's my appendicitis slash uh, Canadian healthcare system story. Uh, the reason why this is late. <laughs> Few people. Actually, one. Alan. <laughs> Uh, was disappointed that this is this has taken so long, and I, you know what, Alan, I agree. Same boat, man. Same boat. Almost died, and then had to go back to school. And 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 it, uh, you've seen a picture of my calendar. Anyone who wants to see a picture of my calendar, uh, you can have it. I suggest not looking at it before bed. It's a little scary. Uh, it's kind of color coded, <laughs> um, but anyhow. That's the appendicitis story. That's why this is late. I'm glad to be doing this now. I live alone. Don't see a whole lot of people. This is fun because all of my internal thoughts get externalized. And it's not, well, it is me talking to myself. However, it it, it indirectly is talking to other people, which is cool. And I feel like that doesn't, that makes it less certifiably insane than if I'm just sitting at the kitchen counter fucking talking. So... It also is a fabulous excuse to drink 
uh it's 6 30 here so it's actually after five um when did i start this this is about 22 minutes long now 16 5 i started at six hey you know what <laughs> i've started drinking a lot earlier starting at starting drinking at 603 on a thursday is a that's an achievement um um if you didn't see the snapchat about the podcast if you saw this on instagram oh excuse me if you saw the link on instagram that's great i'm glad you're here you most likely won't be seeing this link or a spotify link also available spotify not sure where you're listening right now there's spotify and the itunes and you can probably shazam i don't know if shazam does you can shazam it i don't know if shazam does podcasts um uh, it's sound sound wave soundcloud it's not there don't go don't look for this on soundcloud because it's not there don't know how to do that um but you will never you probably will most likely not see a link to the podcast on facebook because trying to detoxify from facebook Facebook fucks with my head, makes me mad, ruins mental health, just downhill. As soon as I log into Facebook, like that, done, gone, fucked, wrecked my day. (laughs) Facebook, like, yeah, okay, Facebook, not good, not my favorite, Um, will not be advertising podcast on Facebook. Um, Facebook... People on Facebook just don't get it. They just don't get it. And and I'm happy, actually, I was on Facebook today, which <laughs> isn't a great preface to the, to the rant that I just gave about why I don't like Facebook and how it fucks with my head. Um, but I was on Facebook today, and I've seen people share this particular post before, and I they haven't seen it for a while, but I saw it again today. And it I, I, we need to talk about it because it makes me mad and... It's the post that says, I don't want a stimulus check. I want my friend's small business to survive. Okay. (laughs) As someone who's... I'm an agribusiness major. I'm an economist. Um, As someone with, with pretty basic knowledge of how monetary policy and fiscal policy works i can tell you right now that the people who are sharing that post don't know what's going on if you're listening and you've shared that post before go take it down because you are that's wrong i like your mindset however (laughs) that's the exact point of a stimulus check here's two thousand dollars spend it however the fuck you like if you feel like you don't fucking need the stimulus good for you glad you're doing so well bravo you're probably close to the top one percent in canada in canada you don't have to make very much to be within the top one percent it's somewhere oh it'll be maybe one hundred seventy thousand to two hundred ten thousand a year if that's what you make you're the top 10 or top one percent um if you feel that you don't need your stimulus check for your own, for groceries, for gas, for rent, for a mortgage, for heating your home when it's minus fucking 40, that's what the stimulus is for, is for your friend's small business. Take that check, that $2,000, roll into your friend's candle store, your friend's fucking Arbon pyramid scheme, all that shit. 
Spend your $2,000. Do your part to make sure that your friend's business, small business stays alive. It, I get that it's a liberal government, but honestly, even if it was a conservative government, they don't have time to go to small businesses and say, hey, how how are you doing? They have time for some. They don't have time for all. Your friend's small business might not be one that they have time for. You have the time, and now you have $2,000. Get fucking on it. That is what a stimulus check is for, to stimulate the economy. You as a consumer have now been stimulated by the government to spend within the economy to boost the economy. I... <laughs> I feel like that's pretty straightforward and I feel like some people have missed the point. And I know that some people have missed the point because they've shared this post on Facebook. So if you share that post, unless you think I'm really wrong, in which case, hit me up. Let's talk about it. Love to talk about it. But if you shared that post and what I've just said now makes sense, take it the fuck down. You know, when I read things like that, it's like my brain's trying to shove a fucking pumpkin through a beach ball. It just doesn't... The beach ball doesn't have a hole, and the pumpkin's too big, and <laughs> it, it 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 doesn't work. Um, one other thing I'm going to say about Facebook. We talked about old people before. We're going to talk about old people again with Facebook. If you are retired, and you're on Facebook, and you're sharing something that's maybe a little... And you know what? I'm the most racist motherfucker out there by means of comedy, and a lot of the times by means of personal opinion, but I'm fucking racist. However, if you're old, and you don't have any better constructive use of your time than to share racist shit or discriminatory shit on Facebook, there should be a Facebook police dedicated to finding those people and giving them a job. Like, hey, Ruth... Either put down the iPad, get to the kitchen and make bake something, Ruth, or go outside and diddle in your flower garden or take your husband to the pharmacy and buy some Cialis and have some fun. I don't care, but Ruth, if you have time to be on Facebook and post fucking random, wrong, and crazy shit, you should be unretired. We're going to give you a job. Here's a broom. Actually, I live in Saskatoon. There's still two feet of snow outside. It's three degrees out. Here's a shovel and an ice pick. Get fucking after it. No more Facebook until you've done... Hey, fuck. I live on the 800 block of 4th Street East. Until there's no ice on 4th Street East, 800 block, you can't have Facebook back. Come on, Ruth. Pull it together. Get with the program. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Old folks, love ya. Grandparents are old. I get where you're coming from. You're old, you're stubborn, that's how you are. However, <laughs> it's not okay because there's people out there reading that that think, holy fuck, this guy's gone off a ledge. And if you appear that you've gone off a ledge, I, I sincerely, think, sincerely think that there should be a Facebook algorithm that says, this guy, he... he, he He's, he, he's bored. He's bored. And, and, and we're going to send him some tools. Uh, we're Facebook. We've, we've borrowed some of Google's work. We've looked on the street view. His sidewalk could use some work. We're going to send him some fucking, some sidewalk tile, some grout. You're going to fix that up, Ted. 
Or, uh, you know what? We've been through your back alley, actually, too, with uh, Google Street View. Uh, your fence is shitty. Here's a hammer and some nails and some new boards. Come on, Ted. Get rid of the Facebook. You've been declined. Go fix your fence. Do something productive with that time. We're tired of your horseshit. Old people. Facebook originally was for fucking pictures of your kids, your grandkids, people who got married, engaged, had a baby. I still think that's what Facebook should be for. That's what I would love Facebook to be for. It's not. It's full of people posting, and not even old people, posting random fucking bullshit that they don't know if it's true or not. No one knows if it's true or not. I just, I don't like it. Rant over. You're not going to find the link to this podcast, whether it's on Apple or Spotify, which is where it is. Um, not on Sound Cloud. SoundCloud, not on SoundCloud. Like I said, don't know if you can Shazam a podcast. I don't know if Shazam has a database that you can look at before you Shazam something. I will put it on the Instagram. I don't have the Twitter. Maybe I should get the Twitter. I don't know how many people have the Twitter. If you have the Twitter and you want to see the podcast on the Twitter, let me know. I can. I think I could do that. <laughs> um. If any of you have guessed by me calling it the Instagram or the Twitter or sometimes the Google. I love the Google. It's always worth a Google. Um, I'm one of the less technically proficient. I'm born in 99. So I'm technically a Gen Z. I would identify with a millennial because the Gen Zs are fucked. Um, But I'm less technically proficient than most. Surprised that this is working. We're 33 minutes in. We're just about done. But I'm impressed that the mic. I got the mic plugged in. Um, I've had two or three tequila drinks and there hasn't been a fuck up yet, (laughs) which that's a win. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's all we're going to, that's all I'm going to talk about today. Because if I talk about too much, I'm going to be out of material and then we're only going to have two or three episodes of this fucker and then it's going to be done and that's going to be disappointing. So thank you for tuning in. Or tune. I I probably shouldn't call it tune in. Can you tune tune to a podcast? You click. Thank you for clicking in. <laughs> um, this this podcast will be uploaded sporadically. With time permitting, uploads will happen. They will be announced, released on Instagram, and also Snapchat. Um, not on Facebook, but there's no regular schedule, so don't expect. And Alana, <laughs> Alan, <laughs> talking to you. Don't expect anything regular because my brain is, first of all, a maze. I have to unmaze it and and put it into normal, normal, uh, normal-ish verbiage and uh, uh, words. Um, also, like I said, if you want to picture my calendar, I would gladly send you a picture of my calendar to explain why. This podcast is not scheduled regularly. As as much as I can, I will. Uh, what would be um, publish like a book, but not quite. I will publish new episodes as much as I can because this is fun. I think if if you had fun, let me know, and if you didn't have fun, let me know. Um, like I said at the beginning, if you had, if 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 you had a third of the way through didn't have fun, let me know. 
I'm a little bit of a creative, uh, actually, correction, mad genius. <laughs> Fucking crazy. So if you didn't like it, I, I, I'll workshop this. Um, totally interested in the future of doing listener hot takes. I've also heard them called cold takes. I think they're the same. I haven't Googled that yet. But uh, I think hot takes is the right one. Anyhow, uh, listener hot takes. Might even dabble in some interviewing. Not sure who the fuck I'm going to interview or what the fuck we're even going to talk about. But it's all a possibility. Like I said, let me know. We we can go a lot of different places. Anyhow, thanks for clicking in. Thanks for playing along. Uh, I'm almost out of tequila again, so I feel like this is a good place to stop. And we'll see you next time. Cheers. Yeah.